0: And welcome back into another edition of Prom Sports World. I'm your host, your host David Onpoint. Helping right there with the TJ Hopkins. Before we get in, I really want to wish everybody a wonderful Memorial Day. Uh, thank you very much for everyone who made the sacrifice to this country. Uh, without their sacrifice, me and TJ couldn't be doing what we're doing right now, uh, recording a podcast and sending it out to you guys on Facebook. Uh, so we appreciate all our men and women in uniform, including TJ's brother um but yeah welcome into the show uh today game seven as we're going to talk about game seven as it is one of the favorite two words in all of professional sports game seven what's up tj happy monday man you
1: got me yeah i got you i can hear you Uh, some technical stuff was going on i didn't know what was happening yeah game seven Shouldn't even be against game seven,
0: but here we are. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, yeah, uh, yeah, me and you might be a little rusty. I haven't read a show in over a week. Uh, I cannot remember the last time I didn't run a podcast in over a week. So, uh, let's just see if I can remember how to do this, right? Let's see if I can remember how to do this. Let's start. I know we want to talk about game seven, but as always, there's breaking news in the National Basketball Association and Nick Nurse hired by the Philadelphia 76ers like three hours ago. Uh, to be their new head basketball coach, replacing Doc Rivers, uh, Nurse obviously won that NBA title with Kawhi Leonard uh, with Raptors in 2019, 200, 227 and 163 record in five seasons. He was released uh, this offseason. He's been a coach at various levels since 1989. Uh, still not more, still not longer than I've been alive. But you know, still. Um, so, what do we think about Nick Nurse in Philly?
1: Um. A lot of people are. I I I don't I don't know how to feel about it. It's. I still don't know what to make of Nick Nurse as a coach. Like we kind of saw, we kind of see what he is. And obviously, like if you have, if you have superstar level players on your team, it makes your job a bit easier. Huh. Like I I always say, like he caught we call it lightning in a bottle with Kawhi Leonard in that one year. And it's hard to repeat that success when Kawhi Leonard leaves and Kyle Lowry leaves and other players from that championship team leave. Right, And you get younger and then you're asking, you're asking more from guys who aren't used to giving more. And then, guys become younger, like a, you, you draft a Scotty Barnes, who wins rookie of the year and then has kind of plateaued as a player. Pascal Siakam has been in trade talks the last basically like year and a half.
0: But he has he has been good while dealing with all those trade talks. Um,
1: yeah, 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 also- he, yeah. Yeah, he's been good. Like same thing with OG Ananobi, he's been in trade talks. Um, also been
0: good. Um, you know, you also had, you know, a team that, you know, a very good defensive team, uh, first team to record more steals while allowing the fewest in a, since that it was initially tracked since 1973, 74. So recording more steals than, than they allowed. Um, also led the league in points per game off turnovers while allowing the fewest. Um, he's a defensive-minded guy. He uh, installed an aggressive style of defense, um, but the problem with the Sixers, defense isn't really, I don't think defense is their problem. It's their offense.
1: It's the it's it's the. Well,
0: I mean, it's a combination of a bunch of stuff. It's, but,
1: it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's the it's the predictability of their the offense. offense. Yes, yes, yes. I it's you're running one of five sets. You're running a pick and roll between James Harden or Maxie and Joel and B. You're running an ISO for Harden. You're running a. <clears throat> You're running some type of play for Joel Embiid. You're running some type of ISO for either Harden or Maxi, And, yeah, after a while, like, especially in the playoffs, once you see that stuff time and time again, it's like, all right, this is predictable. We know what they want to do. Like, that's I mean, seriously- we,
0: we, uh, we, we talked about this. Like, you know, there's a lot with, like, the Tom Thibodeau stuff. Like, his offense becomes wildly predictable in the playoffs. Um, the Sixers had the same problem. Their offense became so predictable. Um, you watched it. It was just hard to watch their offense, and so that, that's, and
1: that series against the Celtics. I already to cut you off that series against the Celtics. Joel Embiid was getting guarded by literally everyone. Like we even saw Jason Tatum guard him, and it's like I don't care that you have a tear in me. Like I, I don't want to hear that from Philly fans and Embiid fans. Oh, he had a tear in his knee. I don't care. He was out there. He was yep. playing, and <coughs> tear in his knee or not there was nobody on the Celtics that should have been able to guard him straight up. Like he was getting the ball up against the Jason Tatum from the free throw, at the free throw line and was settling for fadeaway jumpers. Why? Why? Like that's the matchup that you want if you're feeling. Two dribbles, back him down, left shoulder, right shoulder, turn, like turn and hook that's all you got to do but nick nurse is he the right hire it's it's still the that's the question mark if this might
0: it's too so probably too early to still to tell
1: if this is the right hire or not but because you you hire a doc rivers because you 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 reached your peak as under brett brown all right you kept getting to the second round and then you kept getting knocked off find out that's what you are under doc rivers now if Nick Nurse is the right guy, he gets you to the conference final. You haven't been to the conference finals in 22 years. Alan Iverson was the last guy to the conference finals. Yep.
0: That documentary is coming out soon, actually. What, that the, Larry Brown, the, the Larry yeah. Brown AI documentary?
1: That's coming out pretty soon. And it's, I think it's,
0: it might be out, actually. It may, or it comes out nah, this week. It's,
1: it's coming out soon. That's That, that falls under coming out soon. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> <DJ>. <laughs> like 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 the bigger the bigger issue here is it, it it isn't coaching i don't care who your who your coach is you got at some point in time you got to look at the personnel i've said it time and time again you didn't pay Tobias Harris to be the guy but you paid him to be a guy the fact that Tyrese Maxey has come in and surpassed him on the pecking order kind of well I don't, says, I,
0: don't, I don't i don't necessarily think they utilize Tobias Harris to his his strengths
1: but at some point in time, where as the player, does that fall on you yeah, to be sure. a to to be a voice and be like, hey, I'm I'm better than this. I one, I'm better than this. Two, yeah, I again, you got paid to be a player to be a voice. Call out the coaching. Call like call out somebody. And be like, hey, I'm not, I'm not being used, right? I'm not, saying, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. James
0: and, and also, it kind of feels like, you know, this conversation that we have, we just recycle the same guys. Like, we we'll, were talking, we won't talk. We're gonna get to the other coaches that were hired uh, in this cycle so far here a little bit. But like, mm-hmm. it's nice to see like new names, like Adrian Griffin getting a, ho- a coaching job, but being the head coach now. Was it the Bucks? Right, the Monk Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. So like it seems like it's just like these recycled of these same guys, like who are like. Cast off in other places, then you think he's going to be the answer where you are. Where I just don't, are. I just don't understand like why you wouldn't want to try somebody who has like maybe a little less experience, has maybe like one of those upstart assistants. You're just constantly recycling these. Like Doc Rivers is probably going to get another job. Like we've seen what we need to see out of Doc Rivers. He's probably going to but, like he's talking, always recycling talking, these same guys. Monty Williams is probably going to be another head coach either soon.
1: Like, and real talk, if I'm Doc Rivers, like, bro, I, I don't want to coach for at least a year. Right, uh, maybe two. Like, I got to get away from this. Like, I got to I gotta get away. Like, I, 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 I got to do, like, studio work or, yeah. like, commentary. Like, I got to do something. All right, all right. So we'll,
0: we'll see what ends up happening with uh, Nick Nurse here in Philadelphia. Um, we'll talk, we can talk about the hire next year, as we said, one year later. Um, you know, if he ends up, went in the Philadelphia 76ers a, a title in his first season, which he did in Toronto as the first year of head coach there, um, it'll be a slam dunk higher. Uh, the, the, it, it, it remains to be seen. So let's talk about game seven. Let's go. Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, the series is tied three apiece. Uh, Heat won first three games. Celtics won the last three games, uh, including a buzzer beater by Derek White um, at the horn, basically, uh, to basically stave off elimination. Uh, beat the Heat 104 to 103. Celtics, only the fourth team in the league history, forced a game seven after being down 3 0. Their first to have home court. Uh, there's their season staff for Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum. Let's talk a little bit about the struggling offenses of these two teams. Um, the Boston Celtics cannot seem to make a three to save their lives. The two stars for the Miami Heat have really not played well in this series. It's been those other guys that have carried Miami through this stretch, uh, especially in game six. Jimmy Butler and Bama bio really not good in that game. Uh, Jimmy Butler playing very tentative. He doesn't seem like that aggressive player that we've seen. He very, you know, very hesitant to shoot the basketball. Uh, I I don't know what you do with these two offenses. Neither of them, frankly, honestly, really deserve to make it to the way to the finals. But one of them is going to. Let's talk about the offenses first. So what do you, What do you think the the, the remedy here should be?
1: Well, I, the remedy to any bad offense is hitting shots. Like, and it's again, it's not like they can't hit anything. It's literally just one aspect of the of the Celtics offense, and it's their yeah. three point shooting. Yeah, like I mean, they've been they've
0: been, so, they've been fine so much pretty much everywhere else.
1: Right, everything else is fine. It's literally just one aspect, and I that's the thing that irks me about today's NBA. Like, you have. You have a stretch of no three, a bad three point shooting. All of a sudden, it's I don't know what they're gonna do. I, don't, I I don't know how they're gonna come back from this. They can't hit it, like bro. Like the last time I checked, basketball is more than just chucking up threes. Like where did they like I, like this whole live by the three, die by the three thing? Like it's 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 quite frankly, it's annoying. Because like you're so focused on this one iteration of one aspect of the game, it's like oh, forget the fact that Boston is like sixty some percent from literally every spot out, every spot else on the court, but past the three point line. Like, like, like that's not important. Forget that part, right, David? Like <laughs> yeah. that's just for forget that, right? Like that's who cares about that? They are not hitting threes. S- shut up. Stop it. Like big like true basketball fans know that one this this should already be over like i don't care what happens tonight who wins like i don't care if boston wins loses tonight miami blew a 3-0 lead yep i don't like i don't like the people that's like uh-uh like if, if they lose like, if they win they didn't blow it. yes they did yes they did You're, that's you you blew a 3-0 lead it was 3-0 now it's 3-3. You blew a 3-0 lead. When lose, or draw, you blew a 3-0 lead. I don't care.
0: And I think, like, the Heat going back all the way to game four, like, they just seemed like they were like, oh, this series is over. And they came out super last days ago in that game. And they just didn't – they haven't seemed to have the same fire that we've seen out of this Miami Heat team when they were the underdogs the whole time. Because once you build up a, three point, a 3-0 lead, you're considered the favorite at that point. And this – this heat team has just not been good in indeed, in Like, when we saw it, they're the most clutch team in the NBA. Have they been? Like, based on what? I mean.
1: Like, and, I, and, I, and, and I said that, All right, wait, what did I say in the preview? Like, how, at what point in time does Jimmy Butler hit the wall?
0: I think we're seeing it. I think we for sure saw it in game six. He just doesn't look like he doesn't have that tenacity that he had in, in previous series or earlier in this series even. Like, he just doesn't seem to have that tenacity. And like, he just seems so tentative on the court. like. Especially when but, he put some bigs on him to guard him. He just seems to be a different guy than we saw earlier in man, the playoffs.
1: At, at one point in time, does Jimmy Butler hit the wall. And outside of like the last two minutes of game six, three for 19.
0: Yeah.
1: He's, and I'm I'm, I'm going to say one more because I'm, I'm going to get on Boston too because they shouldn't have found themselves down 3-0. So if they lose tonight, if the Heat lose tonight, that playoff Jimmy steal – I don't want to hear nothing about no playoff, Jimmy, for a long time. Like, you Man, don't get no-
0: – I don't, I don't watch mainstream media, right? So, like, or yeah. mainstream sports coverage. Like, if anybody else had shot the basketball the way Jimmy Butler shot the basketball game in game six, they'd be getting killed. I, I don't uh, like. I don't know what the rhetoric has been for Jimmy Butler overnight. No, like like, but, night. Like
1: they, they they they're talking about it because like you, you said, the same thing. Like, ever since Game Three, Jimmy Butler really hasn't been like, quote unquote good. playoff Jimmy. Like good. so, like, if if you're Skip Bayless, he hasn't had a he hasn't had a good game since Game Two, and like Skip Bayless wasn't even far enough to say as if the Heat win tonight, if Skip Bayless had a vote. He would give Finals MVP, a uh, Conference Finals MVP, to Caleb Martin because consistent.
0: I, 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 I think it's certainly warranted.
1: Because, like, if you look at game from game one again to to now, consistently, Caleb Martin has been their like the most consistent player. Yep.
0: Like he, he basically he basically single handedly kept them in that game uh, in game six. And all they were it was they were cooked otherwise. And then Bam bio playing like trash. Jimmy Butler playing like trash. Like neither of them. had Jimmy Butler and Bam, but neither of them have been remotely called that good last three like, games, four games.
1: the one thing like, that you have to look at if you're Miami is the stories that these guys have on the Heat team, they're beautiful. They're Hollywood. They're what like Gabe Vincent, undrafted. Duncan Robinson, undrafted. Caleb Martin, undrafted. You go from undrafted to contributing majorly, to a storied franchise like the Heat, if the Heat win tonight, this is their seventh finals appearance in franchise history. And you about to gave uh, Gabe Vincent finna get paid. Caleb Martin got his money, Duncan Robinson got his money. But at some point in time, you have to understand that these three dudes are just role players. Yeah. On their best day, they're role players, and if they are the Heat. And if you're Pat Riley, you gotta look at this like, "Hey, man, I gotta do something. I gotta get a name. I gotta, I gotta get a star here. I gotta get a Bradley Beal. I gotta get a mm-hmm. name. I got, I gotta get a star."
0: Let's uh, so let's talk X Factor. Uh, X Factor for these two teams. Uh, who do what do you think the X Factor is for the Boston Celtics? Also, I think Malcolm Brogdon is a go for this game for the Boston Celtics. Uh, so he will be able to play. Um, but X Factors for both these two teams.
1: X factors for both uh, Boston is, is Jalen Brown has Jalen Brown. He's been horrible to to say, to say the least. Uh, but again, it's just literally just the three-point shooting. I'm not going to sit here and say Jalen Brown's been that terrible because he had like 24 in game six. I could be wrong on that, but he's –
0: I'll double-check
1: that. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling it up now.
0: Yeah, he had 26 in game six. He had 21 in game five, 17, and then game – in 12 in game three.
1: Wait, say so, uh, – what did he have in game three? Tw- tw-
0: 26, 21, 17, and then 12 in that game they got blown out. Oh, yeah, in, in,
1: in game three. Uh, everybody, had, everybody had a bad game three. So, like, last game, what did you say, 20, 26? 26, 26 on 9 to 16 shooting. That is great. That is – you took 16 shots, you missed seven of them. Four of them were – Four of them were from three, and that's what everybody's focused on, right? Oh, oh for four from three. Oh, like that's what everybody's. Oh, he went oh for four from three. He had a terrible game. Like no, he didn't. Nine for sixteen I
0: mean, he shot damn school. near. He shot damn near fifty-seven percent from the from the from the from the field. That's pretty damn good. That's what center shooting. <laughs> that
1: is that's good shooting. Marcus Smart seven to fifteen. I actually, think, I, I, I
0: actually think Marcus Smart is the X factor for the Boston Celtics. Like his 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 play oh, I'll over take the last
1: three. I'll it take it mine like, Horford. Oh, I take my back. It's Al Horford.
0: Okay, I'm, hmm. I'm going to go Marcus Smart. His his play over the last three games. Has been nothing short of incredible. Uh, he's hit really big time shots. Um, even with, even with the shot that Derek White, you know, the game shaving shot that Derek White, like Marcus was made that shot, like, yes. like, 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 like it rimmed down, like it literally almost went in. But over the last three, two games, um, you know, he's come up 21, 23 points. He's shooting it like seventy percent, fifty percent for the three point line. He's basically been the savior of his turnaround game and his ability to defend without fouling has been super important on the miami heat side of this i know it's called weird to call this guy an x factor because of his of his stature in the nba but it's jimmy butler if jimmy butler doesn't play more aggressive and he doesn't get off of whatever this tentative whatever this whatever he's got going on like if he's just tired (laughs) that's fine but he's got to like he's got to be aggressive in this basketball game he cannot be hesitant to take shots He's got to shoot the basketball with confidence and meaning and purpose.
1: Yeah,
0: and
1: he's the, he's their X factor. Yeah, to me, it's it's Al Horford. Right, Al Horford has scored double digits in two out of these coming up seven games. Wait, right? no, one he scored double digit double digits once. All right, and the double, and he scored twelve points. That was in game, what one. Is that game one?
0: Uh, I have to look at his stats. I don't have – No, that game,
1: no. Game. Game, game game. one, he scored seven. Yeah, game one, he scored seven. Game two, he scored two. So in
0: the, He's got 4.6 points, 12, 8, and 2. But Al Horford's value is more on the other end of the basketball court with his defensive prowess.
1: Uh, no, I'm not going to – I mean, that, that block yeah. he had on Bam out of bo- in, that, in game that, six. that block that block was a good block but it was, at the so, same, it was
0: like it was like series changing almost like the, if, if, if bam and scores that i mean i think i think they tie the game back up who knows what And then you get the, you, the heat yeah. have momentum going forward
1: no but at the same time you're out there because of your ability to stretch the floor yeah yeah
0: if he you're hasn't not, shot it well so if you're he also, out he also, he also hasn't shot the ball that many times i mean
1: if you're well, I'm not gonna give you the ball if you keep clanking. What what am I passing you the <laughs> ball for?
0: I mean, only he only took six shots in game six. Uh he did miss both of his three-pointers, but
1: what am I giving you the ball for? You know like, your ability to stretch the floor, which is to pull Bam out of the paint, has been not like Bam at a bio is basically just Caitlin Clark and you, bro. Like he fanning you off. Like I will give <laughs> you that. Cause you haven't also, hit it. A- what,
0: what what is your heat X factor?
1: Heat X factor. I mean, it's easy to say Jimmy Butler, but I no yeah it, it is Jimmy Butler. I don't Bam. is Bam is starting to get into that territory, uh, he is what he is. To me, like like sixteen and nine is basically what Bam out of bio is, which isn't bad, but also if you look in the mirror, that's not. Championship level play from the from your big like he he is what he is like sixteen or nine he has been the fact that Jimmy Butler went on that tear in those first three games and has been subsequently subpar since that is allowing him to coast basically unscathed without. I'll be like a mention here or there. And I think that's credit, give credit to the defense that the Celtics play. because like you say, Al Horford has been out. He's been, he's been awesome. And Robert Williams, of course, is a problem on defense because of his length and his activity.
0: So let's talk about uh, Celtics. Celtics win the game. If
1: Celtics win the game, if, if the shots got, if they come out, and like just straight up blitz Miami, and the blitz stays on. Like if they come, like let's say they hit like eight threes in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah.
0: I, I think you know, I, I think Boston wins. You know, if they come out and they just hit, they hit it hard. Jason Tatum is cooking because um, we have seen him cooking 51 points in elimination game against the Sixers. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you on the the Celtics side of this. What about Miami? Miami wins the series if
1: they take the crowd out of it.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that, actually. Yeah, they, they got to remove the crowd out of this game. Uh, they got to, they got to basically have to punch them in the mouth, Boston's in the mouth, and they'll, that they'll never let them recover. Um, they got to get going early. Like you can't be laxadaisical. Jimmy Butler has to be aggressive. So That's the great right. question, though, big question is who wins the game.
1: I'm going Boston. I I I don't like. I mean, I, I don't hate it, but I don't like how Miami talking, you this is why you don't make guarantees but like you if you make a guarantee, guarantee. Like, if you make <laughs> if, if, if you make a guarantee you better come with it like two things gotta happen you like you either have better have a game with your life and win or you at least got to win jimmy Butler did neither one he had a terrible game six had a terrible. I don't care. All oh, the last he finished with this. No, all of his points literally came from the free throw line. I don't want like he was three for nineteen outside of the last two minutes. And it, oh, it, it ain't how you start. It's how you. Miami wins a close. No, is Izzy? You're like you have no opinion on this. You have you have you don't get a say in this. You don't get a say in this, Izzy. You have no objectivity towards this. You literally told us you hate Boston. You cannot have a say in this i don't know no, With no, that no, being no,
0: said, no i'm also i'm also taking the boston Celtics. i think they blow the roof off of miami i think this game is over at halftime
1: i, I ain't gonna go that far
0: i i think that i think this is one of those games where miami, I, boston, I, I, boston comes out gunning and they just bury miami
1: early i'm not i'm not gonna go that far because we've seen boston get up big and they they get walked down but i'm going i'm going boston miami has no momentum they have none
0: yeah
1: like, I mean I, I said it in the group like, I don't see how you mentally lock in. I don't see how you mentally lock in for this game. Like you were up 3 0. Like that psychologically that, that has to be weighed in on you. That has to be I in, mean, it's in totally the, the
0: fourth fourth time in NBA history where you slip let, let a four so, three game yeah. lead slip up. Uh, yeah, I'm rolling with Boston. They're about to make history.
1: Eric Sposter can say all uh, he can puff his chest out. I wish we could tip off right now. He said that after game six for what? Like, what? Like, for what?
0: Like, I mean, you guys, what? Miami has consistently not made shots other than like the other guys. Like, Bamina Bayon and Jimmy Brother haven't been all that good. Gabe, What's up, Pedro? Gabe, What's up, Pedro?
1: Gabe Benson's playing some. I, I forgot what, some life goes on songs in the locker room. It's all right. If you ain't care, yeah, life gonna go on. Uh-huh. And y'all gonna be on somebody beach. So, Cause moving on. we're gonna take boston. To, yeah, I'm taking like, that. I they don't have they have all the momentum. If you you down 3 and they talking sweep, yeah, they talking sweet. And on the other thing, because I say I gotta get into Boston if you're boston to me you get no credit for coming back why because you were the favorite to begin with you were the like you were the heavy favorite to begin with in this series so for you to come back and like to me you're just doing what you should have been doing so to me you get no credit you were down the fact that you were down oh three hey what, what's going on
0: I mean, this the Boston Celtics team, I think whenever their back seems like to be against the wall, they seem to always play a little bit better. They oh, seem to I enjoy think, it. They always we'll, seem to enjoy playing with that chip on
1: their shoulder. We'll, um, this we'll get into this. We'll get into it. I think no matter what happens, win, lose, if they win this series and go to the finals, if they lose the finals, if they lose this year, I think this is it. I think this is the last iteration of this Celtic team. Because I think Jalen Brown is out.
0: We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll see what ends up happening. I also think well, – what I don't think it matters who comes out of the Eastern Conference. I think Denver is going to give them the business. And you'll get and you'll get our our analysis on the finals when it happens on Wednesday. So keep an eye out for that content. Let's talk about two other head coaches that were hired uh, within the last week or so. Uh, first, Rockets hire Emmanuel Udoka. Uh, he was the Boston Celtics head coach from one season in 2021-22. He led that team to the finals. He won 51 games after what was like a 500 start about half, about the all-star break. That team ended up being the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Uh, he did spend time as an assistant for the Spurs, Sixers, and Nets. And Milwaukee Bucks hire Adrian Griffin, uh, former assistant for the Chicago Bulls. He was Nick Nurse's top assistant this past season. This is his first head coaching job. Uh, the mm-hmm. Bucks were sold on Griffin's leadership presence, character, and ability to oversee high-level defensive teams. Uh, spent teams as an assistant for the Bucks, Bulls, Magic, Thunder, and Raptors. Uh, thoughts on both these hires, and I know you are very excited about the Adrian Griffin hire because you were talking a lot about him uh, during the last coaching cycle. When you covered this last year,
1: uh, I think so, yeah. the I think the one thing that has to be reiterated here is both of these guys. I, obviously, I know don't is quote unquote not a new head coach, new in quotation marks, because he's already been a head coach. But both of these guys, I, both of these guys are former players. So like that, I don't think that, I don't think that's being talked about enough in terms, in terms of relatability because one of the big things that the coach has to do is you have to be able to, at, in some way, shape or form, you have to be able to relate to your players. The fact that these guys are both former players, now granted the game has changed drastically from when they were players <laughs> to what it is now. But nonetheless, that's, that's huge. Right? And on Adrian Griffin, former player finals appearance, like he went to the He was a part of that 06 Mavericks team that lost to the heat. Cause I think he was the starting, he started using the starting point or starting two of that team coached by a, so the, the minds that, Adrian Griffin has learned under, played for in Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson don't get enough credit for his coaching career or his playing career. I mean
0: you go, to Tom Thibodeau, I mean
1: played under Billy
0: Scott, Donovan.
1: Scott, played under Scott Skiles, right? Not like obviously wasn't the quote unquote best head coach. I mean,
0: Jeff Jeff Van Gundy, I think, was the Houston head coach when he was there in 03-04.
1: Yeah. It, that, that was either Jet, that was either Van Gundy or Rudy Tomjanovich, one of the two. But nonetheless,
0: in da- Dallas, you, you got Rick Carlisle. Uh, I actually, I don't. Know, I don't know if Rick Carlisle was there. in no, five oh, six.
1: No, that was that was, sure, jersey, sure was. that was that was Avery Johnson. sure that was Avery Johnson. I'm actually excited about this because, and like we we learned that what you call it that that Giannis actually was kind of pushing for. Bootenholzer to get out the door, and that's kind of shocking because Giannis doesn't give off that type of type of vibe. But hey, that's, hey, that's gonna be the ones you got to look out for. Um, obviously, obviously, there's less pressure on. I know you Velka because there's unless they get James Harden. Be,
0: Even I, then, I think I think the master plan when he took this job is that the the Rockets would end up with the first overall pick. They would sign James Harden. And then they would trade for Jalen Brown. Now, now that Jalen Brown has made it all the NBA team, James Hart, they didn't get the they first can, overall
1: pick. They, but they can, they can still trade for Jalen Brown.
0: They, they could, they could, and they would. I mean, it would require. I mean, they built up some really young, nice assets there.
1: Because if I'm if I'm Houston and if you're and if you're I'm a Udoka, the one thing that you don't, the one thing that you, you want to get used to, like you got used to winning. Uh, you, 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 you've you been to a finals. There are coaches who go their whole career and never get to a finals. You've been the one. Once you've been and, and you, obviously, you should have won. You should have won 4-1. But yeah. it don't go that way. It, it, and then, you know and
0: then he, he never really got it. He, that, everything that happened in Boston after that was extremely unfair to him as a human being and as a coach. Um, probably ne- never should have lost that job. Um
1: no and, and and if i'm boston i if i'm him i a f you to boston like for forever because you aired my dirty laundry like we see
0: i mean like, they, they could have easily just fired him and like left it at that
1: left it at that hey why would you fire i you know okay. conduct detrimental to the team i say that uh-huh. when it happened
0: yep i agree with you um, because they, this was always going to be the result, he was always going to get fired from the Boston Celtics. They didn't need to air his dirty laundry. He didn't need to. Right, air- and that's the
1: that's the part that you didn't like. Like they fired him, like like they, they 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 removed him, like basically they suspended him for a season. It's just like, all right, now what? I always,
0: I, I always felt they should, have, if they're going to suspend him for the season, that makes whole no sense. There was no reality where he was able to he was going to come back and be the head coach of that team. So they, yeah, they should have just fired him on the spot and just said contact detrimental to the team. Um, I think this is a he's got a lot of young talent there. Um, Inigo, you know, you know, is not going to take that clowning stuff that they've been doing there in. Houston over the last few seasons. Um, And he has has Jalen Green, who's probably one of the most inefficient players in the NBA, but he's talented. He's really talented. So if you can get that, right, that ship. They got the – Sagoon is a good young player. Um, I like the the kid at LSU they drafted this past year. Um, Oh, sorry, uh,
1: Ethan? Ethan Ethan? yeah. Yeah, so they have
0: some nice pieces on this team. And so if they can all just start maturing up, and Madoka is not going to be a guy that's going to get pushed around uh, by some young NBA players. Um, oh,
1: no. Like, I I, so- I, I, really, I wish they would try that. Hey, I'm, hey, I don't like this. I'm going home stuff at halftime. You will be on a new team. Yep. Or out to the
0: NBA. And, and Adrian Griffin, I think this is what we talked about with the Nick Sturr stuff. This is a new face, a new guy. You know, it's not just recycling the same guys over and over again. This is a guy who gets a new opportunity, and he gets a team that's pretty damn good. Like, he gets, he inherits a Milwaukee Bucks team. Depending on what they end up doing in free agency with Brook Lopez and Chris Middleton, this is mm-hmm. going to be a good basketball team. Like, regardless of whatever – like, the fact that Giannis is on this team, um, at least for now, and they have an <laughs> opportunity to offer him an extension this offseason – so we'll see what ends up happening with that situation, but this is a good basketball team. He's inheriting a good team.
1: Yeah, uh, and that's and that's really the only concern with Adrian Griffin. Like, so you're going to get, as of right now, as currently constructed, you're getting a championship level team. Yeah. Not already. You're, you you're,
0: you're you're getting a team where the expectations is a ship, and that's the only. That's it.
1: That's it. Right. And so not only are you getting a championship team, you're inheriting a championship team that just got embarrassed. Yeah, it just got embarrassed. And I don't want to hear none. Of, like, honestly, like Giannis's back injury played a role in that, because that's an injury that if this is a regular season, if that was a regular season injury, he, he's
0: out.
1: He's out a month. He's out a month. Easily. But because they lost the first what they lost the first three out of the first four games yeah the only game they won was game two
0: yeah and they won game four i think or, or, i don't I don't remember how it shook out but they won game four or five and, or four no they didn't i, I don't remember no, they, they, won well, they lost they,
1: they lost in five
0: yeah so they lost. they won game two and then they they lost the rest of them um two of those games they had double digit leads going into the fourth quarter and they let that slip away um yeah, I think, you know, Adrian Griffin, I'm excited for his opportunity. Just feels like a, a new guy getting a new coaching opportunity. It's not just rehashing the same guy. And uh, Ami Adoka should never have got lost that Celtics job. Um, he should still – he's a great head coach. He's, he showed because it when he was in Boston.
1: The Celtics have moments where you can see that they miss him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the mental toughness that they showed, like, last season, I just think you see moments where they don't show that mental tenacity that, you know, they had under Adoka. True. So, but, yeah, congratulations to both these guys. Uh, congratulations to all three guys that got to have a jobs jobs uh, in this video. Uh, we're still waiting for the Phoenix Suns. We're still waiting for <laughs> Detroit, and we're still waiting for Toronto. Um, so as those coaching additions get added, we'll talk about them. Um, the next episode of the crossover is going to be on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to break down the NBA finals. And then uh, tomorrow we're going to start our NBA, our NFL season preview starting with the Atlanta Falcons. We're also going to be doing a uh, fantasy football show, TJ, as I know how much you love fantasy football. Uh, so continue to check us out here at Prime Sports World. Uh, we go live every single day bringing you guys the most up-to-date content um including the for those TV. of
1: you that don't know i don't love i hate football. <laughs> i do <know. laughs> I, I, I i absolutely
0: last time we brought it up you left the show so
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> uh
0: but yeah thank you very much for checking us out please like share and subscribe to the podcast uh and tj after a week off i think we knew did okay <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah we did all right <laughs> yeah uh but yeah this is prime sports world i'm tj i'm david Huffman. there's mr tj hopkins right there and i hope you all have a very nice memorial day and uh thank you armed service member of your family uh for their dedication to the country we appreciate it here at prime sports world um as i mentioned in the intro tj your, your brother right is in the air force right yes so yeah thank you for him for his service um but yeah um, thank you very much for checking us out and tj what do we do here at the prime my
1: friend we bring the heat, and it's gonna it's gonna get hot here later man, this week. So. it's eighty,
0: it's eighty six right here, right now in Fort Wayne. It's supposed to be ninety tomorrow, and every day until the end of the week. We're not yes. expecting rain for like another three weeks. Yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be upper eighties, like starting tomorrow for the rest of the week up uh, this way too. So luckily, cool. my
0: luckily my apartment complex
1: has a pool, so I'm gonna <laughs> do that. Let's go. <laughs> right, I'll see you later, TJ. Have a good night, man. See you.